Today's program focuses on one of the defining moments in the history of Western music, a moment defined by Beethoven. Beethoven's revolution was not only a revolution in terms of the content of the music he wrote, it was a revolution in who that music was written for, how it was financed, and what its fundamental scope and purpose was. The idea of the composer as artistic genius, writing music that would live on into the future, begins with Beethoven. When Beethoven said defiantly, there will always be a thousand princes, there is only one Beethoven. The relationship between composer, patron, and public was changed forever. Today's program focuses on one of the most famous piano sonatas ever written, the Appassionata Sonata, composed largely during the summer of 1804 and nicknamed the Appassionata, unfortunately, not by Beethoven, but by a publisher who somehow thought that the Appassionata would make a catchier title than Sonata No. 23 in F minor, Opus 57. How many of you in the audience are amateur pianists? Raise your hands. Excellent. You play piano for yourself at home. Great. Before Beethoven, piano sonatas were largely written for the large and very lucrative amateur market, for amateurs to play at home, for people like you. But works like the Wallstein Sonata and the Appassionata Sonata were so difficult to play that they not only left most amateurs behind, they left most professionals behind as well. The Appassionata Sonata replaces the polite, private, amateur world of the piano sonata with virtuosic public music of symphonic scope. Now I want to get into today's program by way of two seemingly simple questions. In Beethoven's time, pieces like the Wallstein Sonata and the Appassionata Sonata were incredibly radical, cutting-edge, avant-garde works that left most listeners baffled, dazed, and confused. Yet today, somehow, this music has become completely acceptable, mainstream, top 40 classical concert fare. How did this happen? How did this wildly radical music get domesticated? In particular, two questions for today. One, what is it that Beethoven's contemporaries heard in this music that we're missing today? And two, is it possible to recapture it? Can these pieces sound to a modern listener today, to all of you, like the dazzlingly radical, cutting-edge, avant-garde works they were for Beethoven's contemporaries? Well, there's no better place to start answering these questions than the absolutely stunning opening page of the Appassionata Sonata. So I want to begin by having Egal first simply play you the first 15 measures of this piece, then we'll go back and take this opening passage apart to within an inch of its life to see what makes it tick, and what makes it great. Here's the opening of the Appassionata Sonata. An amazing opening. So let's see how it works. Here's the opening idea. Now that in itself is not actually great. It's pretty ordinary. One of the reasons Beethoven's music often feels so elemental is that it's made out of extremely simple building blocks. Unlike Mozart's elegantly crafted, jewel-like melodies that sound like they come from Tiffany's jewelers, Beethoven's themes sound like they come from Walmart. 